Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Throwaway Mats, who says, My male 23 fiancé's female 22. Grandpa's retirement party is making me reconsider our future. We met in high school and started dating following graduation. But her, Jane, recent stand on the matter has made me concerned. Jane's grandpa, David, retired a few years ago, but went back to work because he became bored. Her mother, Ari, apologies about pronunciation, said that it wasn't a real retirement because he wasn't able to do the physical work and needed to find something more manageable for his age. He worked for a moving company before transitioning into an office job and he's retiring again after a few years there. Jane's parents are also very religious and this is important for the context. It is also another reason why we prioritized moving out sooner and she's been living with me since graduating high school. I work full-time and attend school part-time online, and she worked full-time because she wanted to get out. Her parents were very strict about purity and put a lot of wrong things in her mind, from controlling how she dressed, no dresses, skirts, footwear without socks, slash certain bathing suits and always swim shoes, to friends she was allowed to have. She often vented to me, and I tried my best to be there. She always used to self-harm and told me shortly after graduation and learning to accept herself and wear things as an adult has been a process. There's a lot more, but I think that's enough. She found a therapist that works with her insurance and has helped make strides over the past few years. She went no contact with her parents for a few years until they reached out and wanted to apologize and she decided to hear them out some time back. They told her that they had changed and pointed to her sister, Grace, 14, who was put in sports that she wasn't allowed to do. And Jane said she was happy to see her doing well. They also showed her photos of things that she had missed and they didn't police Grace's clothing as they had previously had. Jane was happy to mend bridges after the meeting and her therapist was there every step of the way. Jane also seemed happier and got to spend time with Grace again. But when it came to Grandpa's party... They wanted her to help arrange and that is where we began to have issues. I don't know what changed in the philosophy of her parents but they've done a 180 on their purity ideals which I commend but but not with the party. Grace has attended a local circus school for a few years and she had apparently wanted one of those rings to hang a hoop in the backyard for more practice. Apparently those rings can run expensive. One of those rigs to hang a hoop in the backyard for more practice. Apparently those rigs can run expensive and Ari purchased one for her this summer that was around $1,000. Why is this an issue? Ari wants Grace to perform using the rig at the party in the backyard and 
she wants her to wear a costume that she doesn't feel comfortable wearing. It's a two-piece costume that she showed Jane and told her she was nervous about performing too. Aside from the costume, there was a recent recital at her studio where she was supposed to perform, but she became anxious and ended up not performing. She wanted the rig so she could practice in the backyard because she was shy, but Ari wasn't giving her a choice and her father agreed with her too. Ari told her she was expected to perform after all the money they put out for the rig because it was the only way to overcome stage fright. They never mentioned strings attached when they purchased it. She also threatened to return it if she didn't perform and she already put it in the planner too. Ari was also upset because of the class she paid for that culminated with a recital that she considered a waste. But pushing her to perform when she's not ready isn't right, something Jane disagreed with me on. When I asked her why she felt that way, she said Grace should be grateful after she wasn't allowed to do sports slash wear much at all growing up. And I was surprised because she's never been a resentful person. She also said she supported Ari entirely and she should threaten to return it to push her to perform. She went on about how she would have loved to have the chance to have that freedom Grace was allowed to have and she is still in therapy too. The only person I've talked to about this is my mum who said there is some jealousy that needs to be addressed. When I told Jane that I disagreed with her stance, she said she wished Grace would cut herself to know what it feels like because she had it easier than her. She also called me an enabler for supporting Grace's concerns and that I'd be a terrible father who never pushed their children. She wasn't like this before the party slash reconnecting with her parents. And I told her that her reconnecting was a choice between her and her therapist I also told her that I'm considering talking to her parents on Grace's behalf, but she said we'd be done if I did that because I'd be taking her parents' side. I believe in standing up for Grace because she may have no one else capable, but my dad said I should drop it and not choose Grace over my fiance. Mom disagrees, but I disagree with him. Jane has changed since reconnecting with her parents and I believe her ultimatum shows she's likely done with us. I want to help Grace by talking to her parents, but I want to ask if there's a better way to help her before I do that because my connection to her family may soon be over given her ultimatum. And this is an incredibly sad story, especially when there is children involved in it. And what you said about getting in contact and saying something for Grace, standing up for Grace, because she may have no one else capable, I think is the right thing to do. I certainly think she needs someone in her corner, but I know this is going to sound harsh. I can't really see it changing much. I'm not saying don't do it, but I can't really see it changing much just because of the attitude that I've seen in this particular post. I mean, your fiance who went no contact with them, that were these people for 20 odd years, went no contact with them for the way she was brought up. And I just don't believe with what I'm seeing, what they've done to Grace, they have changed that much sure they've claimed that they've changed in a big way and somehow brought your fiance back into the family but it doesn't seem it seems that they've just twisted their behavior in a different way and they've clawed their way back into your fiance's life now and it seems like they've got their claws dug in and and i've got empathy for her but at the same time wanting your sister to feel the pain that you felt oh dearie me so then OP goes on to update the post, which says, I mentioned that both my parents had conflicting opinions. Dad said I was crazy to choose my fiance's sister, Grace, over my fiance, who I knew since high school. 
But my mum disagreed and said I was right to look out for Grace, even if I wasn't family yet, because it would set a precedent. My fiancé, Jane, had been in no contact with her parents since high school graduation and moving out with me. Her parents were very religious, policed her clothing and friends to where she couldn't wear dresses or skirts or even shoes without socks such as sandals, and she used to harm herself too. She began working full-time, since moving out, got into therapy and began to slowly do some of those things over time. But since re-establishing contact with her parents, she became jealous and wishing bad things on a younger sister who's been allowed to wear things she wasn't. When I said that her parents were wrong to force Grace, her younger sister who's still in high school, to wear an outfit she wasn't comfortable wearing at her grandpa's retirement party, she gave me an ultimatum and said I was taking her parents' side over hers. About how they allowed Grace to do slash wear more than she could growing up and that would be done if I did that. Long story short, Grace was allowed to do sports that Jane wasn't and took classes in a local circus school. She had a recital where she was supposed to perform, but couldn't last minute because she became nervous. Her parents purchased her an aerial rig for the backyard that cost almost a thousand so she could practice at home because she was shy, but they threatened to return it after telling her that she had to perform at grandpa's party to overcome her fear, and they never mentioned anything about strings attached. My mum said that she was likely done with the relationship if she was at a point of giving me an ultimatum. Jay said Grace should be grateful to do sports slash wear things she wasn't allowed to do growing up and that she wished she'd cut herself. She's still in therapy, but I don't regret telling her that it was her choice entirely to reconnect after her parents apologized, after a few years of no contact. But since then, she'd become slowly bitter. Dad said it wasn't my business, but Jane said she had no intentions of going no contact again. When we talked about it, that it was up to Grace to change. Since we were engaged, I felt as if it was my business because I'd be marrying to her family. But most importantly, Grace had no one to stand up for her. So with Jane likely done, I called Ari since she was the main planner of the party. After our second conversation and asked if I could come over to talk. They said that I couldn't and we'd talk on the phone, and I figured that Jane likely told them I might call. I told her it was dangerous to push someone to perform when they weren't ready because of potential anxiety, and I told them that forcing Grace to wear something she wasn't comfortable in was a bad idea too. Ari said it was their money and that it was the only way that she would grow. She also mentioned how I was arguing with Jane and that that she had told them about it. She told me to mind my own business and that was pretty much how it went. Jane also talked to me when she returned from work and said that she was going to stay with her parents after Ari told her about our conversation. She said she would return to get her things with her dad and that she was done with me for taking their side. She stayed with them yesterday and hasn't returned for their things yet. Her mum said that it was for the best because that was the family I'd been marrying into because some people are unable to remove their parents from their lives. I just wish I could have done more to help Grace because her parents really did a number on both of them. But I've been blocked on social media by Jane and likely had no connection with her parents anymore. Mum said she'd help with how to cancel the wedding, but Dad said that I should do it on my own because he disagrees. But Mum is still helping. A lot of this post was to vent because part of me feels upset at Jane's parents while another feels disappointed in Jane's change. She was doing better until re-establishing contact but the hardest part is my parents arguing over helping me because dad keeps saying I've done it to myself and will regret it forever 
and that hurts a lot too. If I can ask for advice on how to work through this with my mum, I'd appreciate that the most because she's always been there and she's hurting too. And this one just absolutely breaks my heart for Grace, what she's left with now. You've already got the parents who sound absolutely awful, but now you've got the sister back in the picture as well who just seems to want to take out her past on Grace as well. And I think OP and mum is totally right to be out of that situation, not marry into that absolute chaos. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP if you could? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Story. And this next story does have a small update, but it's an ongoing update as well. So it's kind of inconclusive-ish, but we'll find out. So this one's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Wanting to Be a Stay-at-Home Mom? From Imaginary Agency 991, who says, Okay, I know it sounds bad, but I, 35 female, and my husband, Jeff, 37 male, are currently expecting a boy. His first child, my second. I got pregnant with my first when I was 18, and his dad was never in the picture. I work as a substance abuse counselor and I love my job. This is where it gets tricky. My job offered me eight weeks PTO for when I have our son. I've been so happy because I didn't want to go right back to work soon. Me and Jeff got together when I turned 30 and he moved in with me because I own my house. We just got married this year and we have talked about childcare multiple times so he knows I don't want to be a stay-at-home mum. Well, I'm due in November and he just brought the idea up. I was very confused because we've already talked about this, but I guess my mother-in-law and sister-in-law believe I should stay at home with our son as a mother and wife. I just don't understand where their opinions come in because I already know where they stand. Both of them stayed at home with kids. All three of them sat me down to have this talk and they want me to focus on the kids, cleaning up the house, making dinner and all that, but I already work and do those things. Well, mother-in-law decided to throw it in my face that I never got to be a stay-at-home mum because I was a single mum going to school and working. Which she's not wrong, but it definitely made me pissed that she brought it up. I told them that I worked so hard to give my son a good life and having another baby doesn't change my decision to keep doing something that I absolutely love doing. And that if they all want someone to take care of the house and kids all day, then Jeff should be a stay-at-home dad because I make more money than him and it would make more sense for him to stay at home instead of me. It turned absolutely horrible after that. I got yelled at by mother-in-law and sister-in-law that it's not his role as a father to do those things 
that he's the man of the house and should be the one making the money. Jeff just stood there and not saying anything, and I blew up and reminded all of them that it is my house, not his. I kicked mother-in-law and sister-in-law out, and Jeff is so mad at me that he went with them. He said he won't come back till I apologize to all three of them. So, am I the asshole for not wanting to be a stay-at-home mum? And as I said, we do have an update in a moment, a very small one, but it's an update nonetheless. Fairfax Lee says not the arsehole and I'd think long and hard before letting any of them back in. Ipsum Delora says not the arsehole but your SO and his family sure are. Their ideas on gender roles are extremely outdated and harmful and the fact that Jeff agrees with them enough to leave the house and wants to force you to apologize to them is a huge problem. Like I cannot overstate how big of an issue this is and what a bad portend this is for your relationship and your future child together please reevaluate your relationship with Jeff and whether or not his value systems are compatible with your own. You want your son to be taught this drivel about how he needs to grow up to be the man of the house. You want the rest of your life to be cooking and cleaning and taking care of the children for Jeff because presumably he won't lift a finger to help you because that's not his job because that's what's going to happen if you stay with this man and let him and his family treat you like this. Please be compassionate to yourself and to your children and realize you deserve Far, far better. Little 500 Honda CBR says, Nope, not the arsehole. It's 2022. OP, you make more. It's your house. Your in-laws are dinosaurs and your husband just proved that he doesn't have your back. Bonus. Here is your to-do list for tomorrow. One, change the locks. Two, make an appointment to see a family lawyer about custody, parenting time and child support in your jurisdiction. Three, research them on the internet in the meantime. Four, Resolve that none of these three people get back in the door unless they provide you with a fulsome, sincere apology. Sorry about the marriage, OP. I hope it was fun while it lasted. Think Flamingo says, holy shit, not the arsehole. The thought of my husband bringing my sister-in-law and mother-in-law into my house to tell me what to do with my life, especially after discussing with him what exactly I want, makes my blood boil. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I'd seriously reconsider your relationship with your husband and lay down strict boundaries about inviting others into your home now, if you even want to stay with him. So then, OP did go on to update the post, and it says it's currently 1.15 a.m., and Jeff just called me. He informed me that he cleared out our joint bank account and deposited it into his personal account. Bill money, savings for future trips, grocery money, that he's been thinking and the only way he'll come back home is if he can be responsible for all finances and I put his name on the house too. I said absolutely not and hung up. I have already reached out to my boss and will be working from home tomorrow via virtual meetings. I'll be calling and talking to attorneys tomorrow morning to see what my options are. I didn't let Jeff know I will be home so I'm sure he'll try to stop. I will update again soon. And again, I will keep an eye out for that update because that's only going to get worse. And surely from what I've seen in previous posts, and obviously it depends on where we, we're talking about here, isn't that illegal to just take all the money from one account and transfer it into your personal account? And he's going to get himself into a huge, and deservedly so, amount of trouble. But what do you guys make of this one so far? What would you do in OP's position? What would you suggest to OP to do? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And before you go, I'm just going to leave you with a little wholesome story from Back to Back, who says the most wholesome and memorable experience was in a crowded New York airport with an elderly lady. I saw her crying and 
looking bewildered as she sat alone in the main concourse. So I sat down next to her and asked if I could help. She said she was going to a family member's funeral on the west coast and had never been in an airport. The lady was hard of hearing and and the loudspeaker announcements just compounded her confusion to the point where she was physically trembling. At that point, as I once noted here in Ask Reddit, I guided her through the security and directly to her gate, asking the attendants to give her special assistance, especially with her inability to discern broadcast announcements. As an attendant escorted her for boarding, the lady turned, waved, and blew a kiss in my direction. To this day, I can still picture her vividly. And I got to say, they're my favorite stories, the ones where, you know, it's it's not a massive life-changing thing for most people getting escorted through an airport but for that particular person in that particular moment that must have been amazing for them i always like to think when i'm out and about and you know i I walk past people elderly people as well there's quite a few around in our community and whenever i walk past them i always give them a little greeting a little hello how you doing how's your day whatever you can hold the door open for people help them with stuff on the shelf if you can and you might just change their day you might just make their day you never know what someone else is going through and you know the opportunity to do that even though you might not know it i think is a powerful thing someone could be having an absolute terrible fucking day i've had one myself and you know i can remember it vividly when i was when i used to work in my old company and i got off the train i went into this coffee shop to go grab a coffee i was feeling absolutely awful it was around the time that every, all the crazy stuff was going on in my life. And I'll never forget this guy. Long black hair, long black jacket. I got my coffee, my heart, sort of head was slumped down. And as I was walking to the door, he saw me coming and he just opened the door and sort of like presented the, presented the exit and said, after you, sir. I was like, oh, thank you very much, sir. And it was, it just, it really cheered me up in that instant. It changed my mood completely. Now that guy is stuck in my memory. What a gen. Whatever he's up to now, I wish him the best. But what do you guys make of today's collection of stories? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. It means the absolute world. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C. One, two, three. Drink some water. Brush my. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.